everybody. It's Sharon Farenholt with another edition of Keeping It Real with Sharon, where I have real conversations with the people behind the businesses and organizations in our community. And today I am with the executive director of, make sure I get this right, Henry and William Evans Home for Children, you got otherwise it right. known as the Evans Home, as we locals call it. Correct. Everyone calls it the Evans, Evans Home. Home. Well, today I have Amy Rice, the executive director with me. So welcome to the show, Amy. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I'm excited to dive in a little bit more, learn a little bit more about what the Evans Home is. Is it okay for me to just say the Evans Home? Yes, everybody just knows it by the Evans Home. Okay. All right. Um, to find out more about what they do and um, your vision, because you're somewhat new there, right? Yep. A little over two years. Okay. And the Evans Home has been part of our community for how many years? 2024, 2024 marks 75 years that since the Evans Home was incorporated. That is amazing. How many kids? Well, actually, before we talk about that, because not everyone knows what Henry and Williams Evans Home for Children does. So um, they, they, you have had been in, in, or in business. The organization has been there for 75 years, right? Correct. And it um, always has somebody there full time, right? Yes. Is there anything you can tell, share with us about the organization? Absolutely. Um we are excited to be celebrating 75 years, and we are still looking at exactly how we're going to celebrate that this year. Okay. Um, so news on that will be forthcoming. All right. Um, we've had, I am the third executive director at okay. the Evans Home. Okay. Uh, there was Kirby Lloyd, who a lot of people in Winchester know. Okay. And there was Mark Jacquard. I know Mark. Who I everybody know Mark. knows. Yes, um, yes. Mark retired, and they brought me in about two, two and a half years ago. Um, Some big shoes to fill. Yes, absolutely. And Mark is wonderful. He still helps me. We text oh, regularly good, good, when good. I need guidance help. or help. <laughs> <laughs> um, but a little bit about the Evans Home. Yes, yes. Um, we are a residential group home. Okay. We historically have always taken kids who are in the foster system. Okay. Um, kids who may need some, you know, help, a safe place to live. We are licensed for age five to 17. Wow. That is a um, big age span. It is a big age span. Now, since I have been there, we've had strictly teenagers. Okay. Um, but we had had some younger kids right before I started. Okay. Um, the thing that I think a lot of people don't know about the Evans Home and mm -hmm. the message I've really been trying to get out is we don't just take foster kids. If there is a family in crisis and they need their child to go somewhere to stay for a short period of time or a longer period of time, they can oh. call us directly. Wow. I didn't know that. I thought it was just foster kids. Yeah, a and, lot of people don't know that. And, I, you know, I, I want to be sensitive um, to information. So if I ask anything that, that you can't answer, please feel free to, to say that because I know these are under 18 kids. Um, but... If somebody does come in just temporarily, um, do you have do you have a plenty of rooms? Like, you know, how does that work? Yes, we are um, in a surprisingly large house. Okay, um, everybody has their own room. They do. So, That's what I was wondering. Yes. If it's like a big bunk room, or we have two separate hallways. <laughs> okay. um, one hallway is for boys. One hallway is for girls. Okay, um, and everybody has an individual room. There is a shared bathroom. Okay. Um, and I will say, if anybody is curious to look at it, there is a video that's on our website that does show some video around the site and inside, um, okay. inside the house as well, so people okay. can see a little bit. Um, and so everyone has their own space, and then we have two sets of house parents. Um, okay, that's what I was wondering. So somebody's there all the time. Somebody's the there 24 okay. seven. Okay. Um, and what it really feels like is a big foster home. Okay. Um, we have house parents, we have two separate couples who are there for seven days at a time. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, so that's one of the things that really makes us unique, makes it feel very 
very much like a family mm-hmm. because um, the kids get to know exactly. Okay. And it's, you know, the parents get them up in the morning, the house parents get them up in the morning, send them off to school. They're there when they come home from school, they help them do homework, wow. help make dinner. If the kids are sick at three o'clock in the morning, it's the house parents who get up with them to help them. Wow. Um, so they are there. And then every Monday morning we switch. Um, so it goes back and forth between two couples. Okay. So I would imagine that, um, some, some great, um, friendships are built over the years. I would imagine that a lot of the, um, while they're there as, as youth, as they become adults, stay in touch. And absolutely, I would imagine that there's a big influence that, the, that these house parents have. Absolutely. And that's been one of the things that's really been incredible for me is mm-hmm. getting to know a little bit of the, the alumni okay. that have been there. Right. Um, and there's actually an alumni reunion every summer that was started a few years ago. And oh, I went that's last wonderful. summer. Um, and some of these, some of these kids, I'll call them kids because yeah. they're probably but my age now. 75 years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um, some of these, these kids lived there in the, you know, seventies, eighties, um, and they still come back for the reunion and they that's still talk amazing. about what a wonderful place this place is. I've always only he- heard good about it for sure. That's what we want to hear. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So that I would, <coughs> being Excuse an me. executive director um, at a at a children's home, that has to be something that uh, I mean, what what drew your heart there? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I've worked with kids and with families for my entire career, okay. um, and actually, pretty much knew I wanted to work with kids back to when I was a teenager. Okay, um, okay. Is there any any particular reason why, or you just could relate to? Them? I think I could just relate and recognize, in particular, the teenage years are hard. Yeah, and no people doubt need about that. good role models, mm-hmm. good caring people in their life, right. um, to be able to take care of them. Because we all, you know, everybody has some kind of trauma in their life. Absolutely, um, yeah. What, no matter what family environment you grew up in, yeah. Um, and and teenagers and young adults really, you know, they have a tough time, and they need some people mm-hmm. there for them. Right. And so you've worked with uh, at risk kids. You've worked with um, foster kids. You've worked with all. I mean, youth has tended to be, from what I saw yes. in your bio, <laughs> yes, really what you have done most of your life, correct? Yes. I've also worked um, with homeless families. Okay. Um, but I've, I've done a lot of work with um, group homes, foster kids, um, homeless youth um, up into you know, early twenties. Okay. Um, and that's, you know, really working with youth is my passion. I have, like I said, I've worked with families as well. Mm -hmm. Um, but I really, I'd like to be there for the youth. Um, and that's, you know, it's fun even when it's difficult, which it is difficult sometimes. I have no doubt it would be. Yeah. (laughs) And, and in DC, I'm sure like it, it, I mean, this seems like small town here compared to there, but the problems are still the same. The problems are still the same. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, this is really, most of my work has been in the Metro DC area Mm -hmm. Um, and coming out here and things are a little more rural. Um, but it's same, same issues, same family struggles, same kid struggles. Um, and it's, it's just a different place and it's more spread out and sometimes harder to get in contact with, with the kids and give them the support they need. So, uh, you know, the, the one part in life that we all would like to forget, but we never will, um, the pandemic, did that make things harder um, during that time for you guys, um, for, you know, with family, the different family traumas and things that were going on from what I understand, there was a lot more, um, like the divorce rate went up and a lot more stress. How did that affect you guys? That's, it's a little difficult for me to answer since I wasn't here. That's true. But I will say the pandemic is part of the reason I'm here. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Um, I, I know at the Evans home there were, there were, it was, it was tough. I would Um, imagine it would be, you know, to keep all the kids safe and healthy. Mm -hmm. Um, and still allow them 
time to see family if they had family around to see. Right. Um, I know that it was really a challenge for the staff that was there for the house parents. Um, and 2021 wasn't too far from it. No, you came it was, in, uh, yeah, it was the, still the going on. Of it for sure. Yeah, no doubt. Um, so we still had the struggles and mm-hmm. um, it, it was the pandemic is sort of what finally drove me out of the Washington DC area mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and wanted to come out here and have some space um, right. and have some property yeah. um, and be able to get out of the city. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a it, it, whole, whole, whole different world there <laughs> yes. for sure. Well, it's uh, interesting. Um, I don't know that you know this. So um, just a side note, Amy and I are friends as well. And uh, I helped you find the house with some land. Yes. So I'm <laughs> happy about that. The and house then, I'm still moving into. Yes, yeah, so you're still moving into. Um, and I'm grateful for the opportunity to help you find that that little, <laughs> little slice of um, little acreage so yes. you can breathe a little bit better. But um, but. Uh, I don't think that you know that I do a collection for homeless kids in the community. And I, didn't know that. I actually um, coordinate it uh, so that it falls into the, the same month that I started my business and that being my um, business even before real estate. So it's February. So it's actually um, coming up. So what surprised me, I work with um, the homeless coordinators and Bright Futures uh, in our community with this is I just got an email today with a number of homeless kids who are in our community. It's a lot. 300. Mm-hmm. That just floors me. And that's probably not even a full number. Mm-mm. No, that's just the best count they can get. Yes. So, yeah, that just floors me. Uh, so you do you work with kids that were homeless and you guys bring them in? Yes. So it, it can be in a couple of ways. It can be that... Um, a family is on the verge of becoming homeless or may be homeless mm-hmm. um, and they need some support for their, their kid and they can bring the kid in to come live with us for okay. a period of time. Um, and again, it's different than foster care because the, the parent or aunt or uncle or whoever they are with retains the guardianship. We don't take away guardianship. Oh, okay. Um, okay. So they place with us um, and we work with the family and with the child um, mm-hmm. towards bringing resolution to whatever the crisis is that's going on, whether that's homeless or, or something else. Oh, okay. So, so the goal is to, to get them at either back to where they were to the, to a family, you know, to Correct. a home or, um, or, or they can stay where they are. Right. And that's, that's the other thing that's a little bit unique about us is we don't have an absolute set of time for how long the uh, okay. child needs that's to be I, with yeah, us. That's what I was trying to ask. Yeah, so, so we have kids who may come and live with us for a few months, mm-hmm. um, and then they may go home or to another situation that works out for them. We also have kids who may live with us for years. Mm-hmm. Um, and that really that's, we, we do what is best for the family and for the child. Okay. Um, so we can really individualize what's going on. And if it's best for them to stay with us until they turn 18 and graduate from high school, then that's what we're going to do. Okay. And so I can see you light up when you talk about these kids. Like I, I can tell that they all mean something to you. Yes. And, and, and that's just beautiful. I mean, you can just see that you care and, and that's huge. But I have to ask, like, this is, it's a lot. Like, like, how do you sleep at night? I mean, it's got to be tough to separate. You know, you have your own family. I've met your three beautiful young men, your boys that you have that are like, you know, tall. <laughs> Taller than me tall, now. Yeah, taller. Nice. But it's got to be t- difficult not to bring it home. Yeah? It is. Um, but you've done it for years. It's something I've done for years. So you sort of learn. Um, 
And part of that is it's it's a little bit nice to have. I live in West Virginia, uh-huh. and I have a little bit of a commute home, a shorter one now, thanks uh, to you, okay. <laughs> helping me find the right house. Yes. Um, Thank you. But part of that, you know, whether it's listening to music, listening to a book, you know, um, it gives you that time. To gives up. you that time to sort of debrief. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, the thing that I've always said that that gets me through every day is the little thank yous. Aww. And the little thank yous is. You know, if a kid looks at you and says, thank you, that's wonderful. That's huge, yeah. Um, but sometimes the little thank you is the kid who's been trying to work on having his outbursts. Mm-hmm. And today he got angry about something and didn't. didn't have an outburst. Okay. And, you know, just when you see the growth in right. these kids, even just in baby steps. Right, absolutely. Um, the, the baby steps are, are huge. I mean, leaps. <laughs> yeah, and you can recognize how the house parents at the program or the staff at the program or wherever it was I'm working or, or myself mm-hmm. right. had an impact in that happening right. and helping them move forward. That's, you know, I log those in my head as mm-hmm. a little thank you. This is why I do the work that I do. I love that. And that's, you know, with, with even like in real estate, I can have a frustrating day, but if I can think about like basically the good that came out of it, it makes all the difference. Yes. It's, it's really easy to hold on to the negative, but yes. if you can switch that, and and think of the positive and what things you know we've learned or others have learned from it. I think that's a great gift. Yep. And even just remembering, even on a bad day, you know, these kids have somewhere safe to be tonight. Mm-hmm. And they have somewhere, you know, with, with folks who are caring about them right. and keeping them safe during whatever crisis is going on for them. Right. So uh, the financial part, that it must cost quite a bit to run this organization. And I know you guys do several fundraisers throughout the year. Yes. Um, do you want to go over any of those? Sure. Um, yeah, we are really, Winchester is such an amazing, supportive place. I've been really impressed oh, since yeah. we came here. Um, and, we are a caring community for sure. Yes. And, and caring for so many of the nonprofits, you know, mm-hmm. not just the Evans home for everybody. Right. Um, but we have three major, um, fundraisers that we do each year. Okay. We have our evening with Evans home friends, which is our biggest fundraiser. Mm-hmm. That's in September. We have our doll auction, which is our most unique uh, fundraiser. <laughs> that's in December. Are they scary dolls? <laughs> <laughs> well, we have that too now, actually. Okay. Um, and then we just had our, our chili dinner um, last week, which okay, is also right. an annual fundraiser. Okay. We have a new one um, that spawned off the dolls, and it's a creepy doll paint and sip. Um, okay, that, that we did like fun. Is that like a Halloween, Halloween last year? Yes, and <laughs> it was very popular, and we are hoping to do that again this year. I mean, I have to chuckle at that because you wouldn't think of a doll fundraiser as something that would bring in a ton of money, but yeah. I guess people enjoy it. Yeah, it's been the. Um, did you have that in DC? I'm just curious. No, you didn't bring it here. No. <laughs> You inherited it. Yes, our doll auction is interesting. It's been around for more than 50 years. No way. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So it's it's an unusual one. Yes, no doubt. You're probably one of the few people that can say you still have it after yeah. 50 years, too. Absolutely. Yeah. So so you have those main fundraisers. And then the rest of your finances come, do you have, like, grants and so forth? Or are you really heavily dependent on the community for giving? We're very he- heavily dependent on the community. We are. Um, I'm looking more and more into grants and things while I'm, well, since I have started, mm-hmm. um, as I'm learning and looking at what resources are out there. Um, but we are, we are really very well supported by the community. Um, and again, are very appreciative of that. What are some of the biggest needs that you would have? So anybody that's listening that wants to help, um, are there like uh, physical donations or is it, is financial really all that you accept? Um, I shouldn't no. say all cause that's huge. <laughs> yeah, that's huge. <laughs> that huge. Um, all of the above. Um, okay. and we are supported again, um, in a lot of different ways. 
you know, we, we're always happy to take a check. Mm-hmm. Of course. <laughs> Every nonprofit is going <laughs> yes, to say yes. that. We're happy to take a check. Um, but people also support us through donating food, um, through donating um, gift cards. Gift cards are a great thing. You know, if we have a kid who comes in and they don't have many clothes okay. and we have a Walmart gift card, you they know, or, to, or you Target or wherever, right. we can oh, go okay. um, get them what they need. We try to keep some stuff in stock, but mm-hmm. when you have age 5 to 17, yeah, that's huge. it's not like you can keep the right size for everybody. Right. So... Um, Food, gift cards, um, different items. The other thing, um, people donate hygiene items and Mm -hmm. um, household items and things like that. Um, The other thing I know we've been talking a a bit about is um, we like to give our kids good rec experiences, maybe things that they haven't experienced in their life. So So sometimes people will donate, um, you know... Maybe for them to go indoor rock climbing. Oh, um, I see what you're saying. Or for them okay. to have a membership at the pool for the summer. Okay, or... I was thinking more of like bringing a soccer ball there, but you, but you're talking about the experiences outside yes. that they could do. Okay, yeah, and oh, you know, excellent. sports equipment as well as stuff okay. that we will take as donations. I'm sure. <laughs> and we, you know, we we really encourage our kids in a lot of ways to do things, you know, out. Education is our is our focus. They go to school, okay. they get good grades. But if they're doing I actually well, I wanted to ask about that. So so they do go to school. You, yes. You're not doing the classes there. No. Okay. No. Okay. Yeah, our kids um, go to school in the community. They're not they're not homeschooled at the program or anything. Okay. And it really depends on the situation of the family where they go to school. Okay. So um, whether they go to our, like our local high school, which would be mm-hmm. Hanley, right? Um, sometimes it's in their best interest to stay at their homeschool. So we've had um, kids who are going to James Wood or, or another okay, school in so the they're area. Able, they don't have to change schools then. That's right. Oh, Depending okay. on the That's situation okay. of the child and mm-hmm. what their best interest is. Okay. Um, and then, you know, we, we do focus in our day on making sure they're doing homework. And then if they're doing well, we, you know, some of our kids may get involved in plays or in chorus or in sports or in other right. things after school, just as any other so um, then you have to, to to coordinate just like any other home would be the driving, the picking up, yes. and is that the the um, the, That's parents? the house parents? Yes. Wow. Um, so you know, depending on what what may be going on, picking them up from this, taking them to that, right? Um, and different appointments, and sometimes it's taking them to different therapies, doctors' appointments, things like that as well. I just think that the it is amazing that you have just two couples that do all this. Yes, and they're away from their house for a week. Yes. And at this house for a week and just, they do that every other week. And it's, it, the Evans home is their home. So for 50% of the time, the mm-hmm. Evans home is their home. And for 50% of the time they have a, a home that they live in elsewhere. Wow. Um, and it's, you know, they have a suite that they live in that is their suite. It is, they, they okay. decorate it. They, you know, they switch each, each house parent has their own suite that they live in. Wow. Um, and they, you know, switch and, back and forth. And that has that been the model for years? Is that how it's Yes. Been? From my understanding. Standing, it's pretty much always been the model. Okay. Um, there may be somebody out there who's going to tell me I'm wrong about that. And there was something different that was done. At some <laughs> You'll <point>. get attacked. <laughs> but I know since at least um, back as far as the 70s, that That's is what the model, model was. But that I believe it was amazing. even before that. And it isn't like you guys aren't like, there. it isn't a, um, there aren't other um, Evans Homes in other communities. You are the only one here, right? There are other licensed residential group homes in Virginia. Not mm-hmm. many. We okay. are, we are, they're getting reduced. There are less. Okay. Um, 
but we're definitely the only one nearby. Okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. That's a, that's the only one that, that I have heard of. Yes. So, wow. Yeah. So the, what does your day look like then when you're there? Is it because the kids are at school most of the time, right? right. Okay. So you're so my doing, day, mm-hmm, yes. Um, my day can be a variety of things. Um, it can't, you know, I do a lot of going out and speaking, um, mm-hmm. to groups or clubs or individuals, um, or child serving organizations mm-hmm. in the area. And, and um, just to cut in real quick again, back to the pandemic, you came in at a time where that wasn't easy right. to get to know the community. Yes. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Um, so but you've done was, a great job. <laughs> I hope so. I'm, yeah, I'm trying absolutely. to, you know, if people want me to come talk, I'm always happy to go talk to okay. different groups. Good to know. Um, but I, you know, I, last week I spoke to the guidance counselors in Frederick County school systems. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I spoke at a church a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, try to go out and speak to anybody who's willing to hear me talk about what we do at the Evans home. Mm-hmm. Anybody who works with kids, I want to, you know, right. be able to let them know what we're doing. So there's some of that. Of course, I have to do fundraising as of the course. executive yes, director. Yes, <laughs> that fun part um, too. Doing, you know, meetings with my staff so we can all communicate and make sure that we're all on the same page. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a total of seven of us who operate the building seven okay. days a week, 365 days a year. Right. You know, and the bulk of that falls on the house parents being directly with the kids. I would imagine, yeah. Uh, but then there are three of us as administrative staff okay. as well. Um, so making sure that we're all communicating. Yeah, I know it's it's like even to get you on, on the podcast, I, I definitely had to be flexible as, as your schedule. You know, you have to be available for so many different meetings and right. so forth, as well as kids. Right. Which is a, a whole lot different from me raising my kids or you raising right. your kids, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> There exactly. are some major similarities there. <laughs> exactly. Um, but it's, you know, my as the executive director, my position is really sort of the outward facing um, to the community mm-hmm. and, and representing us to the community. I have uh, program director, Lamisha Allen, who is more in charge of the program and okay. actually running that's the program a- and supervises the house parents directly. Okay. That's why I was wondering if you were doing that as well. So, um, so now you've been there since uh, 2021. And have uh, just had great, you know, these these shoe, big shoes to follow and have done a great job with that. Is there any, do you have a vision for anything different or any changes that you would like to make in That's the next couple years? That's actually a very years? good question. All right, let's hear Because my board and I are doing strategic planning next week. Okay. Um, and one of the things we really want to look at, you know, we've been here for 75 years and we've mm-hmm. been serving kids for 75 years. Right. Um. And we, one thing I'd really like to look at and what my board would like to look at is what else can we be doing for kids and families in the Winchester Mm -hmm. area? Right. Um, And we want to sit down and sort of talk about that. Right. Um, We do have our alumni house next door, um, which historically has always served people who had at some point in their lives been a resident at the Evans home and okay. have fallen on hard times and come back. And the most I frequent, didn't realize you had that. Okay. Yes. The most frequent usage, that's called the Lloyd House. And okay. the most frequent oh, yeah. usage has been kids who turn 18, graduate from high school, and don't really have anywhere to go and aren't really ready to be on their own. Okay. And they can move over there and be supported. Yeah, that is wonderful. Because honestly, like you think about it, like 18, that you know, that like just to throw them out, like, bye. Yeah. You're done. <laughs> like, that is wonderful that you have that. I yes. didn't realize that. And we're looking at you know, what other ways we can use that, um, that program. And if, if there are other kids in the community that may need that program as well. Okay. Um, so that's one so of the even things. Even if they weren't in the home. Right. There might be, and I'm sure there's a need. Right. There okay. is. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. I would imagine so. That, that post 18, post high school age is, is such a tough time. You know, mm-hmm. young people, 18, 19 years old, think that they can go out and do everything on their own and yeah, it's maybe learn the hard way that they can't. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes. 
Uh, so that that's one of the things you're, you're, that you guys are looking at doing and a vision that you have. And I guess you work closely with the board yes. to come together and see what other needs. I mean, needs that you guys are able to fill for the community. Right. Yeah. We great. See, yeah. We want to see what else we can be doing and how we can be more of a support for the families, because there are a lot of struggling families out mm-hmm. in our community right now. Um, yeah. And, I'm going to go back to 300 homeless kids. Yes. And like you said, like, we don't even know what the real number is. Right. And we, we do a lot of um, partnering with, you mentioned Bright Futures, mm-hmm. um, working with them, um, and also with Family Promise, Northern mm-hmm. Shenandoah Valley, um, and kind of supporting each other and make sure we're, we're communicating and being there to help with families. And again, we want to see what else we can be doing, because I know there's more we can be doing. Yeah, I would imagine then some of the collection that that I'll be doing, you mentioned also hygiene items, like yes. those are some of the things that I'll be collecting, as well as um, just you know, everyday things you take for granted, like socks, and yes. you know, just you know, a light sweater or things like that. Um, so I would imagine that, uh, that you guys work with Bright Futures um, for them to help fill some of those needs as well. Yes. And sometimes if we, if, if, people donate to us and it's, you know, for kids who aren't the right age for us or whatnot, mm-hmm. or we get too much, we will also help pass them uh-huh. on to Bright Futures or pass them on to Family that Promise. That is the one thing I love about our community. Like, I, like we're, you know, we're all in this together. Yes. The collaboration is huge. Yes. And I we love that. The, the nonprofits are really working to, to all communicate with each other. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of us doing lots of different kinds of good work in yeah. the community. And the more we can communicate with each other and help each other. Yeah, absolutely. It, it makes for a stronger community absolutely. And, and overall. So, absolutely. well, Amy, believe it or not, we are like about to wrap this up. <laughs> that <laughs> went fast. Told you it goes fast. <laughs> uh, but I do want to give you an opportunity like to share any other information or anything that I may have missed um, that you feel that the community needs to know about the work that you're doing or um, how the community can help uh, any volunteers that you need or anything like that. You do you have any other information to share? Um, I think that the biggest message I'm trying to get out is what we talked about earlier, is people recognizing that families in crisis can call us, mm-hmm. um, whether they're homeless, whether there's another kind of crisis, and, and talk to us about, you know, if we can help with their kids. Um, and so so could a um, could a 16-year-old call you who is living with mom and mom's taking you know, on drugs and they don't feel safe? Well, the 16-year-old could call us, but we would need to be in contact with the family because okay. the, the guardian needs to sign them in. Got it. Okay. Um, so a kid can't just and sign it's, themselves in. Right. And they can't okay. call today and come in today. We do have mm-hmm. a process that we have to go through. Okay. Um, but if they wanted to call and get information so they could bring it back to their guardian to talk to them about what's going on, then we would you be, know, be to open to that. that. But okay. we, we do need a legal guardian. That's what um, I was wondering. So it, involved okay and and, you know part of the reason i asked i saw i did see that like you worked with runaways back in in the day so it's not it's not a runaway right i have worked at runaway programs where where a 16 year old could walk up to the front door and we could take them in right wow okay um and that that's a different kind of program right okay and so yeah so it sounds like you you're you're in constant contact with the guardian yes to help so you guys are in this together we're we're a team yeah Yeah. no that's great (laughs) absolutely wonderful yeah And, and that's you know it should be what's best for the kids too I would yes, imagine in most absolutely. cases. Absolutely. So, well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, and as far as donations, are, do you give an address where people can drop them off? How do you want to do yes. that? We okay. have, um, well, we have our website, which is evanshome.org. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have a wish list on there. Um, our program address is 330 East Leicester Street. Okay. Um, and people who've never noticed us, we're a big house. We're just kind of hidden in behind Tucked. there. And mm-hmm. our house was there before all the other houses. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. um, but 
Again, you can go on our website and we do keep a wish list on there. There are ways to financially donate on okay. there. Um, I keep a uh, Facebook page to try and update people on what's going on as well. Okay, great. Well, uh, you've given us a lot of information and um, I will pass all, all of this out when I um, advertise the podcast as well as your information directly. Can I give them Absolutely. you in it? And Okay, excellent. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate your time and, um, and helping us learn more about what is going on at the Evans Home and what the future may look like. Thank you. I appreciate being on here. Absolutely. Thank you, Amy. All right, everyone. Until next time, this is Sharon and Amy. Make it a great one. Bye-bye.